So can I get you gentlemen something more to drink or maybe something to nibble on? Some pizza shooters, shrimp poppers, or extreme fajitas? You're listening to Getting Lunch with Joe Hawk. Lay off me, I'm starving. Check, please. Now here's your host, the one and only, Joe Hawk. We're rolling on audio. Dennis, we're rolling on audio. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. I did that joke with Chasta. for episode. All right. Well, we are back with another episode of Getting Lunch with Joe Hogg, and this is a very special occasion because I have not one but two guests with me from Soundwaves TV, Mr. Dennis Willis, mm-hmm. and you should know him as Shawnee B. Fresh or just Sean Bivens. What's going on, man? What's, hey. up? What's, up? What's yeah. up? What's up, man? So, uh, not a whole lot. I'm actually really excited because you guys were actually just working on, we, you were just rolling in some video you found, right? Or Yeah, I found some old footage. Well, I thought I found some old Yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, wasn't me. It's a friend of mine, but. Yeah. So Shout out to Terry Lauderdale, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. T- yeah, big Terry. I got, you, got, you got a VHS coming back your way. <laughs> 20 years ago. You yeah. want to set the scene and tell them where we are? Yeah, so we're actually in your kitchen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because, uh, you know, this is what I like about this podcast. It's very gorilla. Kind of like what we've been doing lately with Soundways TV, which yeah. we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, yeah, call you up like, hey man, I'll just grab some sandwiches. We'll, you know, sit down. And it's and literally in. getting lunch with Joe Huck. Yeah, we are eating lunch. That is that, that's yes. the basis that I put mm-hmm. on this podcast. Because what's more, uh, you know, opening conversation than just sitting down having lunch and just shooting the shit? Or, I mean. What's more natural than people picking food out of their teeth mm-hmm. while they eat and talk and, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 That natural pause. <laughs> <laughs> well, it goes also sometimes as I'm talking with a mouthful, like doing interviews, sometimes I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, I must look like a freaking goober just shaking my head. Like, let me eat something real quick. So it's That's also a little therapy for me. But um, man, as I still have a full mouth of food. Um. So I want to start with you because I really don't know much about your backstory. All I know is that you have an amazing band with quarter blood technique. Thank you, sir. You also have trying to be fresh. Yeah, thank you. Which sir. has gone international from all your postings of people in like <laughs> Europe with your vinyl. Yeah, that goes crazy. Um, I wonder how did you how did you first get started in music? Well, I got started in music. Uh, dude, man, you know, probably the late seventies. Yeah, you know, and uh. I was always listening to my dad's music and stuff like that around the house, but he was, you know, he was a jazz guitar player. Oh, cool. He played with, uh, you know, you know, Sly Stone before they got their band. Really no going. way. Funny thing is I ended up playing for Larry Graham, like, you know, in the mid nineties. So it's kind of a <laughs> full circle thing there, but that's awesome. You know, my sister was listening to a lot of Hendrix and, mm-hmm. and, and cheap trick and whatever she was listening to. But mm-hmm. you know, what really hit me is as a, uh, once I, I played drums first, mm-hmm. but when I heard like Hendrix and when I heard like Zeppelin, but Willie Will broke it open for me and my friends and my cousins actually was the first the Kiss stuff that came out. Okay. Which is the gateway for a lot of guitar players, especially yeah. rock guitar players, right? Mm-hmm. So when the Kiss stuff came out, it was just like, ah, oh, this is like theater, you know, it's like going to the yeah. circus and- um, Oh. And uh, yeah, yeah. And so- Speaking of, if you want to really get to know Sean Bivens, he has a book out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Called Sex and Thugs, Rock and Roll. One man rock and roll. One man's journey to God. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. When you uh when did you write this? Um it's been about 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 a year. Yeah? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's coming to Kindle so, very soon. Coming coming oh, to the kin the Kindle. Nice. <laughs> very soon. Yeah, it just seems like, like, you know, this is like, you know, it's kind of reverse of what everything's going on when it comes to books. Like when music, you know, 
everything's digital now. And then, uh-huh. like, oh, hey, we also have vinyl going back to analog. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. you know, books, you start with the analog, then you go to digital. That's because that's where I, I started recording on tape first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's right. So. But yeah, then I then I got got through that. You know, we did the whole the the whole metal thing for years, and mm-hmm. Iron Maiden and Priest and all of that. Had a bunch of bands, and then you know, and then when Prince hit, mm-hmm. you know, we 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 switched and started really playing a lot of funk and you know stuff that was more mixed up. So then I you know, which leads to the Blackstone Funk Revival. If you guys haven't heard that band, check those mm-hmm. guys out. But um, yeah, stuff like that, and you know, just uh, all the all the regular. Early stuff that most dudes will tell you if they're playing guitar. Yeah. But turned them on. That's the same stuff. And yeah, because like, well, for me, it's like what got me to pick up a bass guitar was actually uh, the band Anti Flag. And mm-hmm. their bassist, Chris number two, um, it's like he had to have been, I need to do a deep dive on him because I swear he had to have been like a jazz bassist before because his, mm-hmm. his yeah. licks and riffs are just. Ridic- and dude, the fret work alone—that's what got me into you know picking up the bass. Yeah. Um, but you know, as you see, I don't have a band or anything right now. It's just mm-hmm. gathering dust. Like, it's like my my very sad bass. Your very sad bass. Lonely bass. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, uh, you got the quarter blood technique. Yeah, uh, you got shiny be fresh. How many? I because when I first came on to the Soundways crew, uh, they were describing you as like you have like. You can count as many gigs on both your hands. For yeah, Sean yeah, Mivens. yeah, 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 yeah. There was a Tears for Grace, yeah. which is kind of like a, you know, kind of new wave, Black, Blackstone Funk revival, Quarter uh-huh. Blood technique. Uh, shoot, uh, what, what are we forgetting here? Um, well, I mean, I mean, if, if I may speak on Mr. Bivens' uh, uh, behalf, <laughs> uh, uh, what blew us away uh, because you know people people generally have a lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're the the metal lane, the rock lane, the pop lane, mm-hmm. and it's rare that you meet a musician that drives so well in so many different lanes. Yeah, and it's like you've even done jazz. You know what I mean? Mm. And I'm like, so you, so I'm just like, yeah, exactly. And yeah. and so we're just endlessly like, I'm like, dude. And so we started hanging out and going out to lunch, and then what is it like? Three four hours later, you know, we're talking about like nerding out about producers, yeah, and yeah, things yeah. like that, and. Yeah. It's just this man is steeped in uh, musical history, musical knowledge, can play just about everything. And I'm God. just like, all right, I'm just going to sit back and watch what the next cool thing is. Yeah, right. Because like, you never know. <laughs> you like, never know. I mean. <laughs> it's like Step Brothers. Did we just become best friends? You may continue yep. with your interview now. I'm done <laughs> yeah, with yeah, my yeah. Uh, my endorsements. Of, uh... thank, you very, thank you very much, my friend. Yeah, well, so I just like, I like everything, man. Yeah. You know, I, I grew up sitting in front of MTV. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. We're, you know, you had all this, you know, you have the new romantics movement. Mm-hmm. You had a lot of the new wave stuff going on. You had a lot of, uh, you know, early metal and 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 punk stuff popping up on there. Mm-hmm. So that's everything that came on that channel pretty much early, like the first two or three years we dug. Mm-hmm. I mean, missing persons, mm-hmm. all that stuff I dug. Mm-hmm. So I, it just kind of like it just imprinted itself on my brain. Yeah. So when once I started becoming a musician, I started with guitar, I started with drums, guitar, and mm-hmm. then you know, when I was around 15 or 16, got a drum machine and then a synthesizer and started learning how to program synths and drum machines and stuff like that. And then yeah. the whole breakdance movement came in. I became a B-boy. Started listening to like, <laughs> you know, Egyptian Lover and yeah. early craft work stuff and the Johnson crew and we were popping and locking and breaking. So I was like, you know, my breakdance break crew in high school, we had our own music. 
I, I was in the garage with my four track and my little that synthesizer, nice. and nice, I could say huh? the names of each person in the group before they went out and did their thing. Oh so man, we would just kill the contest because like these dudes got their own music. That's awesome, That's and not awesome. knowing that you're the one who put it all together. Right, right, right. right. Like these dudes, are, they must like be the, famous, right? Like the ace in the hole, right there. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. So then with uh, you know Dennis, you know back to the whole sound waves TV like talk. It's like you know seeing someone like Sean, it just gives you like inspiration like because uh it's been about probably as long as i've been with sound waves then mm-hmm. that sean has been yeah a very yeah. integral part like we all met about the same time yeah okay. yeah but it's like kind of an idea like kind of because you know you're about to put out a movie for sound waves mm-hmm. uh we're in the 40th season of sound waves well 40th year 40th we haven't done 40 me. seasons yeah, there was a little bit. We'd be farther along, I think, <laughs> if we had gone straight for forty years. But it, there were a few breaks in the middle. It's like you know this kind of relationship, don't you think? It's kind of like uh, kind of makes you excited for what the years to come. Totally for sound waves. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's um, until I started working on this movie mm-hmm. and actually going and doing like a deep dive into the why of you know back when we were teenagers and doing right. this. Sean talked about watching MTV. We didn't have MTV here in Pacifica. We had a cable access show. And so that's what I was able to do is I wanted to play music for people. I loved radio. I loved DJs. You know, I loved the whole idea that like, what are they going to play next? You know, there was this whole romantic idea there mm-hmm. about how music connected to each other to as, as you know, and then and it connected people, you know, and and. It's like from day one, like from when I was 15 and 16, it was always about, hey, you got to hear this song. Yeah. You know, and so we were we were playing the hits, but we'd also play album tracks, mm. you know, mm-hmm. or the B-sides that had different songs that weren't on the albums. Like, that's mm-hmm. the stuff that we loved to play. Yeah. And it's no different now. I love the discovery of, of new music. And um, Soundwaves was gone. It was dead and buried. We took it off the yeah. air. And then I met Chasta. Mm-hmm. And we started talking. And, and it was like, what do you like? What do you like? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, this whole scene is amazing. And I'm like, is it? Because I was so, <laughs> I was so unplugged. I didn't right, know what was right. going on out there. I only right. knew the few bands that we connected with for our Christmas show, which we kept doing every year. Right. But as soon as you just kind of peel back that curtain a little bit, you realize there's so much good stuff. There's so much talent. Yeah. And we were like, we have to do this now. We have to play this music, especially because radio wasn't anymore. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Big big time. Yeah. uh, Besides Sean, who do you think is probably one of the most standout discoveries that you found in this new iteration of sound waves? Oh, I mean, short list. I mean, Sam Chase and the untraditional. They're so good. Sam's such a wordsmith. Mm -hmm. Uh, We love life-size models. Mm -hmm. They have such a good sound. Um, uh, You know, it's... uh, There there are certain artists that just every time they do something, you go, okay, I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm in. Corvus Lore is phenomenal. Mm. Corvus Lore, I mean, yeah. if you if you were to hand me a, a, a bent-up album and say, this is a great band I heard in 1978, I would have right. been like, yes, and I would have believed it, yeah. you know? And great so, live band. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we, yeah. Exactly. we played with them live, man. We had a great show with those dudes. Mm-hmm. Was that, that was the Stateline Empire yeah. release yeah. album. Yeah. yeah, and Stateline. I mean, I mean, Stateline is Absolutely. such a sturdy, mm-hmm. you know, aggressive rock sound. But Good hard was, rock band. Yeah, but you know yeah. what's interesting? Jay may kick me for saying this, but Tony... Tony's in a number of bands. Tony, the lead singer, uh, yeah, Tony yeah, Molson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so Tony's he's, he's kind of like you. Just yeah. Yeah. That's, true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Tony has great pop chops. 
Yeah. Like his um, Monte Casino. I mm. love that band because it's like, it's so different. It's that same voice, but it's, it's lighter and it's more melodic and it's got sure. poppier mm. hooks. Yeah. And so now you bring that into state line and I'm like, all right, this is sort of cool seeing how these mm-hmm. are affecting each other. The, yeah. You know, these sounds. Yeah. Uh, well, real quick, I forgot to mention our lunch right now. Next, it brings me to the next topic that I kind of want us to geek out on. So I always like to give a quick shout out to who we're having lunch with uh, besides you guys. So I decided like, hey, I'm just going to make it nice and easy for lunch today. Go grab some uh, sandwiches. Went to the, uh, you know, like we did with uh, the Jay McAllis, uh, Michael, excuse me, interview. Went and grabbed some sandwiches from Woodside Deli, which coincidentally was my first job ever as an adult. And I know you guys have the Columbus here in Pacifica, but I know that one's going to be super busy. But I kind of want to know, and this is a fun little like icebreaker and get to know your guests. What was your guys' very first job? <laughs> mm. Uh, mm. Well, I, I I had a newspaper out. Yeah, okay. okay. I did. And I hated collecting. I hated <laughs> collecting, but I knew that's how I got paid. And, and I was into buying records, so mm. I had to collect. It was driving me nuts. And then so my first job job, though, where I actually like went to a place and punched a clock and did like work and went home. Had to pay taxes. Um, was A&W. No way. Okay. And A&W became Taco Bell on the beach. So that Taco Bell was an A&W. Oh, wow. That was my first. And then I went to Safeway and then I jumped to a, a, a mobile DJ company. Okay. Which I made a whopping. I went from making four something an hour to like. $10 an hour and standing in front of people and playing music. And that oh was like, God, you are dating yourself right now. I'm telling you. <laughs> You're balling. You're telling me you thinking that. that was I was it. like, what? Oh. People don't stand in front of people playing music anymore? What's that? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So that was fun. And that was when I was 17. I, yeah. I mean, my first job was 16, but I was DJing in front of, you know, I had started my own little thing when I was 16, 17. Like doing like, you know, birthdays, yeah. events, stuff like that. Yeah, dances, stuff like that. Nice. So I had my Kinsis, own little Kinsis, stuff. Dude, have you ever been to a quinceanera? Man, are you kidding me? Dude, they are. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, I, I was, DJ, a, I was a DJ those. in high school yeah. too, bro. Oh, man. Man, man, I was doing everything. Any, any, wherever the money was at, <laughs> yeah. man, you know what I'm saying? Dude, I'll tell you what. Those quinceaneras, they go off the freaking chain, Yeah, man. yeah. Like, I went party. To, I went to one, and it was in high school. And I'm just like, they're letting us drink beer? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like- <laughs> in Mexico, you can drink beer at 11, mm-hmm. 10, 9, 11 years old, man. Oh, man. Well, Sean, okay, so you said you DJed in high school as I well. I DJed in high school. My first job, though, yeah. was uh, was probably DJing, but okay. with Wendy's. I worked at Wendy's. Mm, yeah. I used to love Wendy's, man. I used to, I used, <laughs> I used to murder those. Uh, I used to stick those French fries into, into the chocolate Frosties. Oh, yeah. And, and I worked the grill at Wendy's, man. I had the long jerry curl. So my hair was long. I had the long kind of like metal, yeah. you know, jerry curl looking. And then on the grill... From the, the Jerry Curl grease and the, the grill grease, my face is just I was gonna broken say. out. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked like a little girl. I had no facial hair. Oh my god! I'm yeah, and I look like a, I look like a a fifteen year old little girl. I was a real pretty. Say. I was a pretty girl when I was, <laughs> when, I was when I was 15, 16 years old. Your description just reminds me of uh, uh, Donnell Williams when he was in the Chappelle Show. Whatever what was that? <laughs> oh, Donnell Rollins. Donnell Wa- Rollins. Yeah, yeah, excuse Rollins. me. Uh, oh, yeah. What was it? Him and his Jerry Curl. Oh, and yeah, the player was, haters club. Thank you. Yes. He's <laughs> constantly spraying, but then he's like sweating it all out and yeah, stuff. Yeah. He's like, hit me. <laughs> what was your first job? Uh, I was working at Woodside Deli. Oh, okay. All right. Where Did I miss that part of the setup? I'm sorry. Oh, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so no, like, yeah, my, my very first job, which was 
It was the last half of my high school because I was getting ready to go to college. Mm -hmm. And my mom was like, you got to get a job. You got to make some money before you go to college. So called up down the street because I live about um, four blocks down Woodside Road from where Woodside Deli is at. And uh, walked on in, talked to Dan Gallinetti, the original owner and founder. Uh, and he was like, you know, you sound good. I know your family because it's, you know, very, mm -hmm. uh, it's, you know, it's like the cheers of the deli in the gotcha. city. Everybody like, knows everyone. Exactly. And so the one not, next to the bike shop there? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. no, I, 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 it's a good spot. Yeah, right there at Woodside and uh, yeah. San Carlos. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, worked there for about, I want to say about almost a full year because then went, uh, you know, summer break, then went to college down in San Jose. Uh, then after that, you know, I would I would jump in during the summer break because, you know, driving from San Jose to River City I'd, and I was living on campus, didn't want to deal with it. I was working at a ice rink right there by San Jose State, mm. which that was a little more fun. Didn't have to deal with uh, angry Italian grandmas when I had to tell them <laughs> that we had to raise a price on blood sausage. And <laughs> uh, Dude, I never seen like I've seen my grandparents. Get the Maloik over there. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and just the the volume and the shrillness was ridiculous. I'm like, I just I'm just reading what the paper says, man. I'm like, go talk to Dan. <laughs> blood, blood sausage, huh? Mm. Yeah, but uh, the ice ring that was, you know, I actually almost uh, for a school project wrote a screenplay. I'll have to try to dig it out someday. Uh, I took inspiration from the movie Waiting, mm -hmm. and also Clerks, and I called it the Rink. Because nice. I, it was like you would have guys doing lines of coke in the freaking Zamboni tech, like tech office or whatever. <laughs> really? Yeah, nice. um, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I said I was still fresh from the Dare program, ish. Um, <laughs> you would have another guy just hanging out uh, in the ice pit, smoking a J. Um, a couple times a you know. Uh, a, a figure skating instructor and a hockey coach hooked up in the bathroom, stuff like that. <laughs> Dude, it was the wild west of that ice rink. That's Shark size, wild, by the way. Um, yeah, that, well, hey, I learned how to drive a Zamboni, so I was kind of cool. The so. best job I ever had, though, as a teenager. Oh, yeah, I want to hear this. My dad hooked me up with this. Uh, my dad used to like Italian sports cars, so he had this uh, Bertone Fiat X19. Okay. He actually had a couple of them, but his friend was a guy named Hazem. Mm -hmm. uh, that owned a place called Italian Car Connection in San Leandro, mm -hmm. right on the border of uh, Oakland and San Leandro. And I'd go there. My job was to wash the cars, mm -hmm. kind of detail the cars, take them, drive Italian cars, San Francisco, and pick one up, drop one off, pick one up. Mm -hmm. And I drove everything. Oh, I mean, Lambos, cool. Ferraris, Pina Farinas, Lancias. I mean, anything, uh, any any Italian sports car and, you know, and I'd freaking be dirty in my stuff, but I'd be <laughs> cruising across the Bay Bridge, and you know, it up. That's awesome. Freaking Ferrari, and, oh, then, and then I'd drive man. another Ferrari back, you know. And I, and I did. You that. had to get back anyway, so. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I did that. I did that for like uh, two years. Yeah, yeah. And these guys, uh -huh. these guys were definitely you ever connected. Pull off these, yeah, 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 yeah. These, these are some wise guys for real, you know. But they were the, they were the nicest. You ever I pull mean, off and like show off for your friends? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I, dude, oh, I would. I mean, that's yeah. required. I mean, I'd be going yeah. up Van Ness, man. Nice. Chicks would be like, what's up? you like, yeah, what's happening? Yeah. Throw my jacket on over, you know, so I wouldn't look too greasy. Yeah. Oh, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, what's up? And ride, nice. riding around freaking Lamborghinis. What was your best or favorite, most favorite job besides sound waves and my most favorite job? You know, I, I don't, I, it's, it's kind of weird to say, but we owned a video store for 20 years. Really? Yeah. 
My father opened oh, it. I think you told. Yeah, okay. my father bought it. Yeah. Funny enough, that was my first. That was another one of my summer jobs. And then they fired me because the owner of the job said somebody's skimming from the till. It was his son, but I got fired for it. <laughs> but then they put the store up for sale, and my dad bought it. And so it was. So we talked. To my dad, Steve, and I both. So you got there. to fire them. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it became our hangout. It became like. It was it was like it, it was like kind of like it was like clerks. Yeah, that's what we did. It's like we came to work. and We stayed, mm-hmm. you know, we came yeah. in on each other's day off. And we hung out. And we watched movies and clerks played 3 music was just and, on last night. Yeah, that was a little crazy. Oh, mm-hmm. I, need to, I still need to watch that. Yeah, I seen like no spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah, no, no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. But thumbs up. I, oh. I watched I watched like 15 minutes of it. Yeah, you watched 15 minutes of clerks three. Yeah. OK, I, I couldn't. I I'm not, OK, I'm not saying a damn thing. I'm not saying nothing. OK, I was like, yeah, that looks like clerks, but it looks a little newer. Yeah, it's in color. Yeah, it ain't clerks too because they're not in their movies purple shirt. That, that's no. right. That's <laughs> but that was our. Um, that was a, it, it. Wasn't always a successful video store, and yeah. at times it was a really not a. You know, I'll credit our landlord for keeping our rent low right. when all the dot com stuff was going crazy. Oh wow! Because okay. I mean, he was just like, "Look, I get it," and he kept our rent stupid low, and we were able to stay. My parents retired in '96, mm-hmm. and we stayed for another ten years, and that was. Where I went, what I did, where I did everything, where I met my wife. I mean, mm-hmm. where where our friends hung out. We'd all meet at the store. It was just one of those things, you know. That is interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I kind of, yeah. I still dream about it. It's weird because yeah. I was very happy to get rid of it. It was, it was time, you know. It was, right. it was the moment where you go, okay, well, this, right. this is where I really should bow out, and I'm glad we did at the time we yeah. did. Mm-hmm. We closed it in 2007, um, mm. but I oh, still, yeah. it's still there. It's still in my. I still dream about it all the time. Yeah. Is it still, it's still operational? No. Oh no, it's in my, it's in my head. Is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think about it. I don't actively miss it, but I dream about it. It's right. weird. Yeah. It's weird. I'm like always. It's like I, I wake up going, am I stuck? Am yeah. I stuck here? <laughs> but uh, you know, that's interesting. Like, if you had the chance to go back, would you reopen a video store, or or, or more important, or for you probably a vinyl store? You would know, you-, um, it, you know, it's funny. I'm such a cynic because I just look around and I, I'm just like, part of me, part of me is so cynical about the way things have gotten with retail. Like anybody mm-hmm. can just like bust in and smash your shit up, and yeah. there's no accountability for that. Mm-hmm. In a perfect world where you're not a sitting target. And mm-hmm. we were never robbed. We were nothing ever happened. Like every store around us got broken into. Ours never did. <laughs> Twenty one years, you know. Wow. Like we never had anybody. We had internal issues with people walking up and stuff, right. but yeah. we never. But I sit there and I go, I'd love to have a bar. I'd love to have a vinyl shop. I'd like to combine yeah. those. I'd like to do a. That's a good idea, yeah, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but it would have to be like that perfect world scenario where mm-hmm. you go, can I just do this thing and have fun doing it and not have to deal with any of the crap that comes with it any of the, the broken windows and you know people getting the yeah. brick know. and mortar things yeah. Tough thing, yeah yeah but i mean dude hanging out playing records all day you know yeah. slinging drinks hanging out with my friends i mean that's that sounds awesome that's <laughs> kind of what we do during sound waves tapings we drink and play music and we do talk about it yes exactly i was like sean do you have like any kind of like back door back of your mind like what you would you know Fun little fancy kind of job besides. Um, no, not really, man. No. I, you know, I, 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 once I got bit by the music bug. Yeah. That was it for You're me, stuck. man. Yeah. I, I, I hated every job I ever had. Yeah. You know, I did a lot of construction. Mm. You know, yeah. I still do some from time to time now, but, uh, you know, I, I was just, I was, just, I was a musician from, from the from, get go from 11 years old. Though. Nice. I mean, 10, 11 years old. That was, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think same thing like for you, like, like what you have, Dennis, like for me, it's like, 
I always, because, you know, Redwood City, where I grew up, we had Mel's Bowling. Mm -hmm. We had a roller rink. We also had Malibu Grand Prix mm -hmm. and the castle. The castle. Um, with mini golf and the arcade oh, yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, that sure. was so much fun. That was fun. Uh, I would love to open up another, an ad, almost an adult um, mini golf, kind of mm -hmm. like what they have up in the city. But, you know, the size of Malibu, at least two, three different courses, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nice full bar. And just maybe, uh, you know, stage for live music, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, I know I got a million dollar idea on my hands, but like, God, it's just because mm -hmm. it, there's really not a lot of family friendly stuff on the peninsula anymore. Mm. Have you noticed Pen that? Peninsula has become, I mean, I live on the peninsula. It's been, yeah, I'm from the East Bay, but it's been my home since I want to say early 91. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I consider myself from there now, but yeah. I mean, yeah, it's really great. It's hard to find like any kind of cool clothes. It's yeah. really like, you know, mall orientated. Mm -hmm. Apartments everywhere. Apartments everywhere. <laughs> you know, it's the, the culture. It used to be kind of cool when I first moved there. Mm -hmm. But like a lot of the culture got sucked out of a lot of places, not just the peninsula, though. Yeah. Everything's yeah, become really, really gray mm -hmm. and just no color. And it's just like, dude, you need you know, this vibrant stuff. No, you're not. You're not wrong. I mean, yeah. it's um, here in Pacifica. We had a bowling alley that yeah, is just closed. You know, yeah. uh, I, I, today it's open. By the time people hear this, it will have been closed. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a movie theater, which is a Walgreens now. You know, mm -hmm. it's like we mm -hmm. had a we had a horse stable where you could go and you know ride horses, and it's a church now. And you got mm -hmm. everything. Everything fun has been closed yeah, or collapsed or turned into apartments mm -hmm. or something because, you know, not to get too political, but, you know, that's what happens when you have a city council mm -hmm. that's got a lot of realtors on it. Uh, it's all about the development, you know, at that point. that money. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, that's great and all, but what is there to do? You know, there's nothing to do here. They want you to go to work and <laughs> yeah. come home that's and it. stay in yeah. your house. Exactly. And then go yeah. back to work and, right. and repeat. Right. Dude, that's it. That's like, it. El Camino in San Mateo County is just lined with apartment buildings, especially sure. right near the train stations. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, and they're going to be paying top dollar to be woken up at like five o'clock in the morning as the Caltrain yeah. goes right by because yeah, they, yeah. they're trying to get people who like go to Google, Facebook, all that stuff, the city. We're, we're turning into China. Oh, <laughs> it's just, a, like, you know, you know, it's just a, it's a, it, the whole the whole country is a factory. You know, where yeah, you just go to work, right. you come yeah. home, you go to work, you come home. We're going to be robots pretty oh, soon. Oh, my God. All work and no and then we're gonna And then we're going to be pushed out by AI. No, no. I was <laughs> going to say, we're going to be working oh. for the robots. Yeah. We're going to be working for the robots. Skynet. Oh, Skynet is real. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Speaking of AI, I know you, we toyed around with uh, ChatGPT on yeah. an episode of Soundways TV. Uh, Sean, have you dabbled with any ai no man no. it's too scary for me yeah. <laughs> dude like when uh what was it when that dolly light came out mm -hmm. and people were talking about that, i'm like oh this is great and then i saw it just just freaking exploded with mm -hmm. all this ai stuff and then like people at google or saying like yeah we had to kill the ai because it was getting sentient <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like dude this is Straight up Terminator era, man. Yeah, when I saw that Keanu Reeves one, that's the first mm. thing I seen. Mm -hmm. I was like, uh, oh, what, The Matrix? No, or... it, was a, it was somebody. Oh, a deep fake. Oh, the deep fake. Yeah. yeah. Deep, yeah I yeah, was yeah. like, man, I'm done. Yeah. Dude, that is also. That's bananas, bro. Yeah. That ain't right. <laughs> didn't, didn't somebody create one? I think it was Drake 
and the weekend <laughs> and they and they like what they would sound like if they collaborated which yeah, they yeah. never did yeah, yeah. and it made it onto the radio and they had to cease and desist it yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it sounded just it just sounded that. just like yeah. them yeah 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 so you that, know yeah. I saw one and then you got a writer strike going on and everybody's like and and so you know I dabble in screenwriting I'm obsessed with screen with structure and story and all that stuff so I sign yeah. up to my email is filled with screenwriting shit every day oh cool and so um, but now, lately, it's been like, have AI help you write your script. I'm, like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm very tempted. Uh, yeah. Only so many hours in a day. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're busy. You're having a hard time getting over that plot point. Let AI help you. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Thank you very much. Well, it'll be just like you know, you you put in the first half of your script. The AI learns how you write, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. You exactly. Know, what you exactly. would say. Right. And then the second half is done. They had some guy um, in my Facebook feed. Somebody shared a thing, and he's like, "I've written ninety-five books in the last three months," and it was because he's having AI write his books, and he's putting them out on Amazon. Oh my mm-hmm. god! Seriously. And I'm like, and you're boasting about this, like, dude. <laughs> he's a rich robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god! I can only imagine that with the writer strike going on right now. Mm-hmm. That. Was it companies might be looking into the freaking oh, yeah. AI, right? I, that Absol- be Absolutely. You bet. That's terrible. Because I actually have a cousin who is a uh, who is a writer mm-hmm. who's on strike right now. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. she. Uh, what has she written for? A lot of children's stuff, actually. Okay. Um, I forget what. Sorry, Taylor, if you're watching, listen. I forget what some of your work. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, have you ever know. read an article that was written by AI and you, you don't realize it until you're like maybe two like halfway into it and you, you go f- you catch a, you uh, finally catch a grammar it's it, it's <laughs> either grammar. grammar or a f- the facts wrong which is a human thing everybody gets that stuff every now and again mm-hmm. but like you could just tell yeah when it starts repeating sentences and and and, and it's just no, like I oh haven't. yeah there's no there's no real flow that to it. Right, or you click on a YouTube video, mm-hmm. and and it's like and and there's a robot voice, you know, oh, talking yeah, to you about this, like yeah. at the Cannes Film Festival, this yeah, yeah. blah 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 blah, <laughs> and you're just like, somebody just plugged that into a machine and I'm they de- spit out that, yeah, but yeah I've I'm definitely like, seen that. Speaking of like defake and like not knowing what you're gonna click on YouTube, I hate fan made trailers. Oh yeah, that just <laughs> like. Oh, guess what? Here's a uh, Deadpool three or Deadpool like uh, preview trailer. I'm like, wait, what already? I'm like, oh wait, no. Here, I know who you are. Right, right. That's almost as bad as using AI to write something. <laughs> in my opinion, mm-hmm. it's only mm-hmm. going to get worse. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of movie, like you know, Dennis, you said you're very obsessed with you know screenwriting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want your opinion on movies right now. Cause like I'm sure we're gonna hear a lot about it, but uh, what what is your opinion on the way movie theater or not movie theaters, um, movie studios are going? Like I feel like there could be a lot more room for comedy, mm. like real like goofy comedy. Because mm-hmm. like right now is we're really in the era of remakes and reboots and stuff like that. Well, mm-hmm. we're in the era of big corporations owning intellectual property and mm-hmm. saying we don't we don't we're not going to take a risk at something new when we can just spit out a new white man can't jump. We already yeah. own that title. We already own that logo. Yeah. So let's just do that. I mean, they're rebooting like Tomb Raider for the third time. Are like they really? Yeah, so they made two Tomb Raider movies and they made a reboot ter- uh, uh, Tomb Raider and now they're doing a Tomb Raider show I think on Amazon with a whole new It's kind of like what they did with Star Wars, right? 
Um, they have we'll all start, these smart Star Wars spin-offs. But those all kind of like spin from the same story. Like okay. they all okay. kind of yeah. like if you're if and you're they're actually good. Yeah, I mean, yes, a lot of them are. really are. Yeah. A lot yes, of them. And, you know, same thing with Star Trek. You've got this established universe, and they go, okay, we're going to do a show that takes place over here in this corner. Okay. That kind of thing. But I'm. this is a wholesale, like, start over, mm-hmm. recast, you know, the yeah. other ones didn't exist. Yeah. And that's just that's just a big corporation saying, well, we already own it. We can do whatever we want with it. Yeah. You do know? that in the music business all the time. Yeah. They've been yeah. doing it for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I again, I'm kind of cynical when it comes to this stuff because <laughs> you've had – what's interesting is that you've had a decade of Marvel dominance. And when Marvel's done is they've thrown $300 million tonight. You're going to regret asking this question. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're dealing with like huge budgets. You just killed the Easter Bunny. Right? <laughs> He's going to kill the Easter Bunny. But what's happening is now the Marvel wobble's happening. Have you noticed that? Mm. That people aren't aren't responding as, as strongly as, as they were. Yeah. And so More negatively now, lately. That whole Disney thing now, you yeah. know, all the properties they own are going through like this weird shakedown mm. where it's like, you know, Indiana Jones, all these, you know, and that was a strategic error showing everybody the Indiana Jones movie six weeks before it comes out here. Oh, Letting geez. everybody spill everything and reveal everything and piss all over it. And now by the time it shows up six weeks later, mm-hmm. I'm just like, why is that not coming out Memorial Day weekend? Oh, because Disney has their other big remake, The Little Mermaid. Little That's Mermaid. Memorial Day. Okay, I got yeah. it. So, I mean. Put them both at the same time. I two, know. Two yeah. completely different genres of movies. Totally. Exactly. I really hope The Little Mermaid does well, though. Is that, is that bad? I really. I like all that stuff. Any 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 kind any kind of kid stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope mm-hmm. it all does well. Yeah. Yeah. You I mean, know, look, I don't I don't wish for any creative projects failure. I don't. Right. But mm-hmm. you have to look at the metrics of it. You have to look at how much they spend, mm-hmm. how many screens it's going to be on, what you're expecting out of this, and and what with and I understand why the writers are streaming be, or, or the writers are striking because yeah. of the streaming thing. Same thing. With, did you see the the Snoop Dogg quote about the streaming? Lately, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I shared it on the uh, the Soundwaves group page, mm. and he's like, "Look, it doesn't add up. If I sold a million physical albums, right, 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 yeah, I would get that. X amount of dollars. If I sold a, but I, but I can, I can, I can sell a billion streams, right, right. and I'm going to get twenty seven cents. Well, there's an and, artist suing right now because yeah. of the the language in the contract. Uh, uh, what's his name? I, I think it's, it's Drez from uh, the guys. Uh, what's the hip hop group that had? Uh, you can get with this, but you could get with that. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I always, yeah. always forget the name. Of, and forgive me for being a hip hop fan. Always right, right, right. Black Sheep. So okay, okay. The, the rapper from Black Sheep, you know, he's he's suing because his universal contract mm-hmm. said that, you know, in any future royalties, you know, my royalty rate, like like if I make this record today, but any future royalties where whether the format changes or not, mm-hmm. if that starts to happen, I get the same royalty rate mm-hmm. that I got. For, for for let's there say because you, you started on cassette, right. vinyl, right. CD. He's all. Yeah. If any other medium comes out in the future, I should get the same royalty rate. So he's taking it into court right Good. now, and he's Good. urging all the oh, you got old contracts, mm-hmm. your your music's being played. Mm-hmm. Look, the streaming services got to pay right. up. Right. Yeah. You know, we we never negotiated. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I got I got old RCA contracts. I got old Electra Records contracts. I'm gonna go back and be like, hey, we never negotiated. That right for yeah. like, for Spotify, you yeah. Know? So you can't just go make deals on our behalf, yeah, mm-hmm. and and tell and tell us what you're going to pay us. It's tech companies using creative content 
to make all their money. And mm-hmm. you look at these CEOs who are walking away paying themselves $500 million or yeah. something like that. A bon- That's just my bonus <laughs> <laughs> for the year. <laughs> but but what happened, what, what this whole Warner Brothers discovery thing, it sounds mm-hmm. like gobbledygook if you're not paying attention. It's yeah. like, oh, these two companies got together. What does it mean to me? Well, people found out what it means to them when they canceled the Batgirl movie yeah. when, after it was done, when now they remove all this programming. Now, Disney Plus heard that and went, oh, you're right. So if we remove Willow, we don't have to pay royalties on Willow. And so they just removed a hundred titles yeah. from yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah. Everybody's going to be doing that, including the music streamers. Absolutely. So that means now all of a sudden Spotify, 10 billion, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They just take you off. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Instead, you, instead of having, you know. That's right. Yeah. But but you know what, though? As far as what's been streamed has been streamed. So you got to pay. You got to pony up on that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I was going to say, if, if that dude is successful in, in winning his suit, everybody, proving, will, be. everybody then, will be. Then everybody will be. And, and they're just going to pull all that stuff off. And Spotify is going to be like independent music. And, it'll be, I mean? and that'll be fine because and people be will fine. have to go back to getting music other ways, which right. will put more money in the artist's pocket. That's right. Know? That's right. Which I think, you know, uh, I want to say like uh, iTunes kind of had a, because uh, I know there was still some uh, BS with Apple and iTunes and stuff like that. With At least with that, you had to buy the CD, upload your music, put it in the, into their library, right. or you had to actually buy it from them in order to listen to it. Right, right. Which I think that was the good model. But then, you know, Pandora, right. Spotify mm-hmm. came out. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah. just, it's always you know, creative ways to rip people off. Yeah. That's all That's all it is. That's it. You're right. From that's the beginning it. of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Watch yep. Napster will come back. Yeah. <laughs> Napster is back. Yeah. yeah. Napster that's never left. Like. Napster never left. <laughs> it just changed names. Man. MySpace never left. We all make fun of it, but it's still there. It's still there. It is. Yeah. 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 Isn't it? Uh, I think it's more like music centric right now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it didn't Justin yeah. Timberlake buy a stake in it and try to turn it into a music hub. Yeah. Maybe I like 10 know. years ago. I don't know if he. It always was better for music. Yeah, you but, think? Yeah, I think oh, yeah. so. I think that you know that whole thing is you can post your music up there without mm-hmm. any hassle from them mm-hmm. and poetry or whatever. For art in general, I think it was a better platform. Okay, I still just last time I was on MySpace, I had my top eight friends. <laughs> I was learning to code to make it all nice and fancy and stuff right. like that. And I, what was my background music? Oh, I had the Electric Six Gay Bar on my ass. Nice, my, nice. That's my background music, whatever you popped up. But on you know what's phone. funny? I think of people now. I have friends, mm-hmm. and I hear certain songs, and that was their MySpace song. Yeah, yeah. And I think that song makes me think, oh, I should call that person. I haven't talked to them for a while. <laughs> it's like, huh, Gay Bar. I should call this. <laughs> right now, every time you hear so Electric you ask, Six, you're going to call me. You're right. <laughs> I love Electric Six, actually. Oh, dude, they're so much fun. I, yeah. I, I actually remember seeing them live. At, uh, it was uh, Bottle Rock 2010. They just played Longboard last year. Did they really? Yeah. I missed yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> I got to keep up. I got, uh, man, it's just so hard to keep track of so much stuff and right. venue stuff like that. But uh, uh, back to the Bottle Rock story. That was, uh, it was my first job in radio doing promotions mm-hmm. for uh, Channel 93 when it was still an alternative station in KFOX, both owned by Clear Channel South mm-hmm. when Clear Channel was still clear channel and uh we're me and my uh, uh co-promo team members we were walking away it was early in the morning or early afternoon the first couple of bands came on electric sis was performing and we're walking up and i hear do 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 i'm like dude do you hear that and my buddy jose is like what yeah i hear it who is it dude it's 
freaking electric six gay bar. Like he's like, okay, <laughs> come on. Uh, I just yeah, I like really eccentric stuff. It's funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I can. It's funny. I, I I I tend when I'm around other people mm-hmm. to like normalize my selections a little bit more. Yeah, just because I know it's going to give them whiplash. But if, if it's all me, if I'm under headphones, I will go from I will go from classic rock to hip hop to, yeah. you know, like some AM gold thing, because, yeah. you know, I'll just yeah. be like, what's this? Oh, I'm in the mood for that now. Yeah, that's completely different than four minutes ago. Yeah. I, I I smoke it all, man. Yeah, I, I right. totally. I totally. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. man. Actually, this one band I just discovered called uh, Electrics in the name Electric Callboy. Uh, <laughs> there, I'm just not too much different from the first band. Yeah, not really, not really. No, but they're. I think they're from Europe, and they mix like techno and heavy metal. Hmm. And I discover them because of TikTok. Thank you, TikTok. I guess said no one ever. Um, <laughs> and it's like uh, there's just like this meme going around where it's like, uh, what's his face from uh, American Psycho. The main character. Oh, uh, oh, right. Batman? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Christian Bale. Uh, Christian Bale. He's right. coming in. He's got his headphones on. It's like me walking into, uh, you know, the office with my headphones on. And uh, oh, okay. below him, it's like the video of them, like, just going hardcore, like, mm-hmm. singing, stuff like that. And I decided to buy myself a couple of tickets for when they come to Sacramento for my birthday. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I cannot I cannot wait. I never, I never buy myself a birthday present. I was like, they're not coming anywhere near the bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Screw it! I'll pay the freaking ridiculous Ticketmaster fees, which that's a whole other guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, actually, you want know, you know, you know, you know what really pissed me off about this ticket purchase mm. is that I went through one of those apps that you know they promote like, oh, you're gonna get these are like the discounted ones. Like we try not to, uh, you know, completely gouge you of all that you're worth, right? Especially for like you know sporting events stuff like that. It's it's definitely meant for more sporting events, but. I go buy these two tickets. They went up $5 after a week. After I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy these tickets. Mm-hmm. I got permission from Sam. We're going to go. Um, but then it's like the ticket fees were at least almost half the price of the tickets. So two $85 tickets turned to be a total cost like 250 bucks. <laughs> and apparently this is also because wow. Ace of Spades is a Ticketmaster location. Mm-hmm. I have, they have to, oh, you, we just sent you a, uh, a transfer acceptance email from Ticketmaster. I went to accept it. The, it's in my queue, but it's like, oh, you can't have these until like, you know, a couple days before the show. I'm like, what is going on? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I miss so, the old days, man. Just going into Tower Records, dude. I know, I'm getting the twenty five dollar yeah. tickets. Yeah, yeah. And, I am you know, Warehouse Records or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Yep. I am so jealous of everybody who shows. Like, I, I think Giselle mm-hmm. has a little uh, wall of ticket stubs. Mm-hmm. Really? Like, I am just so jealous because I used to save my stubs. Yeah, me too. But yeah. I got my old Purple Rain mm-hmm. stub somewhere around. Oh there. my god! You know, I just went and saw the Human League and and I uh, saw that. Oh, modern I've English. seen them before. They're great. Yeah, modern English with no bass player, but they still sounded killer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Human League sounded amazing. Yeah. Oh man, so, mm. yeah, I smoke it all. I, 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 you know, then I'll, I'll I'll listen to Human How League. How much did that then, cost you? Uh, my wife got tickets. I got to ask her, but mm-hmm. I, I, it wasn't crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it it wasn't crazy. And where is this at? Uh, what's the spot on Van Ness? Uh, dude, oh, yeah. uh, I did a show there. Um, ballroom great. Regency. Yes, Regency Ballroom. Oh yeah, yeah. I did, yeah. A, I did a show there. Yeah. My old band Planet B mm-hmm. opened up for Vanilla Ice. Oh nice. Oh wow. On a, on two, thir- in 2013, New Year's. 
Okay, that's okay. cool. Killer show. Nice. Uh, but yeah, it was it was it was so packed in there. We were just like, okay, mm-hmm. we gotta leave. Yeah, <laughs> there was too many people. We heard the songs we wanted to hear, and then we bounced. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I heard as soon as I heard Fascination, I heard like half of it. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, we're gone. Yeah, <laughs> see ya. I feel like that comes with chest is like that. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't yeah. do it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm okay on the stage, but I'm not uh, in the crowd. I get, mm-hmm. I get anxious, man. I get, yeah. Oh man, I'm just, I can't take it. Bro. How are you at festivals then? I, I'm I'm on stage or backstage. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, I think also I, I, I think i'm the same way it's like you know working for a radio station for however long and just getting you know oh hey here's some backstage passes oh here's a media pass i, right. I think i'm just completely spoiled it's like yeah. sitting front row at like a sporting event it's like yeah. you can't go back or yeah. like yeah yeah uh, yeah it's a different experience man but when yeah. you're sardine yeah and, and people are just super rude and just spilling drinks on you and mm-hmm. trying to move through the crowd with big giant cups of beer just on you like not for, not for me. Yeah, not right. Me, yeah. Sean, were you a mosh pit kid? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I grew up skateboarding, you know, with my cousins and stuff. So we got into the whole, you know, Dead Kennedys, Black Flag. Yeah, thing jump in so, the pit whenever yeah, it opened yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And then the thrash metal thing happened. So we were, we, we were, we were in there. Yeah, I uh, was joking with Dennis when we were What it was called? Slam dancing. Slam dancing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm more of a circle pit because, like, yeah. you can, like, grab on to someone and keep going. Yeah, yeah. Especially at... <laughs> How how my uh, uh, endurances of late, I was like, you know, joking with Dennis, like, because uh, we're thinking about doing some stuff at Aftershock this year. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I'll do pit cam. But on my thing, like, it'll probably only be like five seconds because I'm going to get out of the pit and, like, catch my breath in it. <laughs> Last one I was in was uh, uh, where I actually got in. It was in New York at uh, Fishbone Show at that. Mm. Oh. I used to film that uh, downtown Judy Brown show on MTV, that, the Palladium. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was dangerous. Oh, man. And, and I was just like, you know, I ended up like going around two times and, and getting spit out. Yeah. I was like, ah, that's it for me. No, <laughs> no, no more for me. I'm too old for this. I'm trying to think. <laughs> that's funny. My last mosh pit. Did I get in a pit at? Oh, yeah. No, I did. Actually, uh, last year's Aftershock. Mm. Bad Religion, which wasn't too big because mm. right. they were uh, they were the second before the main headliner that night, which I think was Slipknot. Right. So was it Bad Religion, are they pittable? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Just a like quick little circle pit in okay. there. No it's, figure eights and nothing. No, 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 no. I try to stay out of the like the thrash metal, like <laughs> hardcore people just going there throwing their fists willy nilly kind of stuff. Yeah. I've taken I've taken a couple fists and elbows to the face. The freaking windmill thing the kids mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Or the the high kicks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was part of the because me and my me and my boys we were. Um, uh, you know, we like to jump in the mosh pit, stuff like that, but mostly like circle pits, you know, ska bands, punk bands, just go around, like just dance around, stuff like that. Yeah. If there was, we were those guys, we thought of, of ourselves as the pit police. Mm-hmm. Like, hey man, that is not the vibe. So like we see somebody just going in there and start party. slam dancing. Yeah. We tackle them. Yeah. <laughs> no, straight up. Now right. you're slammed. Yeah. Then, now you're yeah, slammed, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, and you can't dance. It's like, <laughs> like, bro, this is real big fish. Like, come on. <laughs> Like smile and skank, yeah. like yeah, yeah, pogo or something. That's funny. oh god, yeah, that's good. Uh that, that was fun stuff, man. Yeah, yeah no, this is good. I've time. been to Slipknot. Show. I saw Slipknot with Mudvayne before they broke up, and mm. oh wow, I was, uh, Slipknot, Mudvayne, and Slayer, and I was the most. That was the I was some that was some treacherous, and there was there was like fifteen year old girls out there, dude. Mm. Okay, and yeah. I was like. No way you you'd do. get me in there. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> no way. Those little 15-year-olds know how to scrap, dude. Man. Mm. Just boogieing out there. I was yeah. like, damn. I'm like, shh. 
Especially yeah. when Slipknot came on. I was like, man, I need to. I, 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 Slipknot and Slayer, I just like, uh, I'm going back to church. It's like Danny Glover. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm glad I believe in Jesus, man, because this is this is this is too much for me. This is too much evil for one show, man. <laughs> no, like what was it? In high school, like when Children of Bonin was starting to really come out and get big and popular, like my friends like, dude, like Children of Bonin pants, you get guys with spice because they're from like Europe Europe and stuff like that. They don't mess around. I'm like, is that the I dude was, with the one they have the keyboard player in their band? Do they have what is that? You I mean, a key, was, what, a guitar or a, No, a synth player. Which one of those European? I thought it was uh, Children, Children of Bone. Children of Bone has a synth player. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know, I I know Ailstorm, the lead singer, he plays a guitar when they rock out. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. I just missed them. They were at the Regency, actually, just not too long Hailstorm? ago. Ailstorm? Ailstorm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ailstorm. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ailstorm, not yeah. Ailstorm. Right. Which, freaking, Hail, dude. Uh, uh, well, I forget the lead singers. Uh, oh, Lizzie? Lizzie Hale. Lizzie Hale? Oh, she's Mickey. amazing. God, she's got some pipes. Yeah. Um, actually, so you mentioned Slipknot, Mudvayne, and Slayer. Uh, you know, you saying you smoke it all, you enjoy it all. What is one of the best lineups you've been to and seen? Ooh, man. You have to, you have to, you have to break it down in genre. Uh, okay, let's go with heavy metal. Metal? Yeah. I, I would say uh, probably that lineup. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And there was someone else on, and I can't remember. Oh, and, it, and Romstein was on the bill. Oh, oh, fuck. And it was it was a show I think Romstein got banned from the US for like 10 years, 15 years. Romstein. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. And with the and, and the, the, the keyboard player just run on a treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> he ran the whole show oh, in my. some dub shorts oh, and like <laughs> and blowing. I mean, I thought I thought he was going to burn the place down. Oh, dude, they bring they the got, they got violated from the city. And then California, I mean, the state was like, you guys can't play. Anything. I was going to say, if you think Kiss has some pyrotechnists, Rammstein, mm. they, they, they're on my bucket list of bands. I, I want to see. a snorkel that, on his face. Yeah. A metal tube. That blue fire? This blue fire. <laughs> <laughs> He's wow. like, I'm not going to sing for the first 30 minutes. I'm just going to blow gonna... fire out of the blowtorch face. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, what was it? I just, uh, it's funny to see bands like that when they, when they uh, were first coming around getting big on like talk shows. <laughs> oh, right. Randomly, yeah, yeah. I, on my YouTube feed, I saw, oh, Ramstein, then and now, or uh, back on Jimmy Kimmel, or like when Jimmy right. Kimmel yeah, like, started yeah, yeah. going on his talk show. And, you know, it was during the summer series. So, of course, they had him outside. Same thing. They were playing Do Haas. It's just fire everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Firefight. <laughs> and what was it? It was uh, watching Conan O'Brien announce uh, Papa Roach because it was. Uh, how many years of um, how was uh, uh, Last Resort? Uh, that album, ninety nine, uh, ninety nine or ish, or like twenty five years since that. Oh, okay, that right. album was That's released. crazy, yeah. right? Like, uh, <clears throat> please welcome, like Conan O'Brien, like with his big old hair and with that Papa Roach, and they just cut my life into pieces, and it, it's it's just like wow. I remember, remember when they put stuff like that on TV? That was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I miss that kind of stuff. What a great song, too. I mean, you know, people give them. Oh, I'm like, I, I'm like, how do you, how do you, how do you not like that song? I don't, Dude, I don't yeah. understand. I don't it's understand. A great song. I mean, people, you know, you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, one of the best live. This is another good one. Mm. Uh, where I, where I got to go backstage and hang and you know do that whole thing was yeah. uh, Audio Slave mm. uh, and Limp Biscuit. Dude. Oh wow! And, 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 and I was telling my my bandmate, I was like, "Bro, he, he he just hated Fred Durst with a passion." I was like, "I'm like, I don't care what you say, bro. Wait till you see these dudes mm. 
get on stage. Yeah. Say what you want about the music or whatever. I love I love Limp Bizkit. Mm-hmm. I love that yeah. whole that whole style. Even being an old school metalhead, yeah, I always the new metal cause, era. Yeah, because yeah, I love hip hop. As yeah. much as I love metal, so right, right. When yeah. they came together, I was like, "This is corn." I, I'm, I'm in yeah. all of it. Yeah. yeah. But my buddy, he's just a pure. He just was like, "Yeah, you know, Audio Slave is gonna kill him," and blah 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 blah. And I'm telling you, you know, the shoreline, the seats are bolted to the floor. <laughs> yeah. You know, those seats don't move, bro. <laughs> and, and actually, I, I beg to differ. <laughs> I beg to differ. I've seen them move, but oh. these dudes, these kids. When Limp Bizkit hit the stage, yeah. we're moshing on. There was a circle on the on stairs. top of the seats that were <laughs> oh, bolted in. My God. How were they doing it? I don't know. Dude. But that's the type of riots these yeah. kids, that Limp Bizkit, man. That's something Did else. Did you guys ever see the Woodstock documentary? No. Yeah. Uh, my, Woodstock 99. Yeah, and it was, there. yeah. The guy that I'm talking about, my friends are saying, he actually was there. There's actually two of them. But what's funny is that there's no, like, they both have the same plot point, which is that when Limp Biscuit played Break Stuff, that's when shit went off. Yeah. yeah. Like, and yeah. one of them actually did a really good job of, like, the suspense rises as they're going through their set. And I'm I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on the couch going, my wife and I were watching, I'm like, I'm so tense right now. Yeah. I know what they're going to do. I know what they're going to play. It's like the first time you hear dubstep, right? You're just like, I'm just like, oh my God. What is that feeling in my core? I feel like I'm I'm watching seven. You know what I mean? And then it went and then they the box, man. Oh yeah. man. And then it happened and you're just like, oh man. That That's, song that was the it. Nookie song yeah. goes hard. Yeah. I mean, all, and, it, and, it, and it, you know, their music is kind of like uh it's kind of like trance music where everything just do, 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 do. it's real light. Yeah. And then yeah. Yeah, forget about it. Shut it down. It's got these yeah. peaks and valleys that just yeah. like mm-hmm. say what you want. Yeah. But they will tear up every show they play. Yeah, I can't. I can't. West Borland, West Borland is, is an amazing guitar. Player. Oh, he really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, my yeah. band played mm-hmm. with. Uh, we shared backline with them. We did some shows with them. And, uh, uh, my old band, a band called Pain, and uh, mm-hmm. we played the exact same type of amps. And he was in another band called Black Light Burns at the time, mm-hmm. and that band was dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's super super talented. Damn. Yeah. And then uh, what's the DJ from uh, House of Pain? And that was their DJ. At the oh. Time. Oh, okay. I always forget yeah. his name. Right? DJ Lethal. Lethal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I got, okay. Well, hold on. Let me, let me yeah. uh, remember yeah, the Frederick. Yeah. DJ Lethal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 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 DJ yeah. Lethal. There you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say what you want, but hey, yeah, no, I mean, if you if you want if you, if you feel like dancing and having a good time, go see a Limp Bizkit show, man. Dude, I am very excited to see them at AfterShock this year. Man, mm-hmm. they're gonna yeah. tear it up. Yeah, because I think they're also on the same bill as Tool. I saw oh, them with wow. Metallica. Yeah, and they were not received well. I, well, yeah, that, yeah, I can see that, 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 that. at yeah, Candlestick yeah. Park, yeah, in mm-hmm. San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I mean, right, and it wasn't, right. and they had lost West. He had quit at that time. Yeah, West Borland. They brought they, brought in Buckethead. Yeah, no, it was it was a different kid. It was another oh, kid mm. from a smaller band. They brought in. I remember they had Buckethead for a minute too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This kid, uh, he, he was good. You mm-hmm. know, their stage props really cool. I mean, just their whole pre- you know presentation, and everything is really good. But it's San Francisco, is you know. We're, we're, we're thrash metal, the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. We, we only respect the heavy, heavy. Yeah. And uh, they, it was, they weren't having it that day. Well, but, yeah, no. When you but, bring in someone who's, yeah. you know, rapping all that stuff yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. Metallica's fan base. Oh, man. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. No big offense to Metallica, but that fan base is worse than the Kiss Army. Man. Yeah, <laughs> it no. can, oh, it can man. be worse than the Kiss Army. <laughs> they're, they're strict yeah. about their Metallica stuff. Can we just, can we just like, like broaden this topic for just a second yeah, to yeah, talk yeah. about fandoms? Yeah. And how much it. they suck. 
Yes. Because I'm like, yes, yes. I yes. started to see this creep in like, I don't know, 20 years ago. But mm. now it's like you you can't have a fan base without without having an equally loud fan base of people who call themselves fans. Right, and right, I, right. I'll start with Metallica yeah. because like Metallica has a new album out. But mm. my Facebook feed fills up with people just dragging. You know, like because mm -hmm. they don't sound like they did in 1983, and That's I'm just crazy like, because that new Metallica record sounds as more like 1983 than yes. anything they've ever done. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, what are they talking about? You know, but no, beyond my, that, it's just like my, it, it's, That's crazy. It's like, wait a second. So you like a you like a thing. You yeah. like a kind of a thing. It could be Star Wars. It could be whatever, right? Yeah. But you like this thing, and it's yours, and it's your expression. And now there's more of that thing right. going into the world. That thing didn't die. Right. Now there's more of it out there, but you're gonna piss all over that because it's not like the original version of that thing and somehow it ruined your that's childhood like, that's so goofy what? I, yeah, I'm just like yeah. I don't understand that meta that mentality the new know? Metallica record is dope yeah I'll be the, yeah. As, as far as a kid who who grew up listening to them on Rampage Radio in like 1980 <laughs> before they even had a record deal yeah. right this is right. the closest thing that I've heard well, to beyond that. that, you're an artist, okay? Mm -hmm. And you, yeah. obviously, like, you play in so many different kind of genres. But let's say you just did one. Mm -hmm. Let's just pick one. And now, now, and and but you've evolved. So that one that you started doing is just a little more diverse, a little more complex, a little more because you've grown as an artist, sure. because you've grown as a human. So you express yourself in different ways. But then this one loud group over there is mad at you because you're not doing it the way you did when stop you it. first started. Yeah. Stop it. Stop Are it. you kidding me? Just stop. Stop it. Just stop. stop. Just stop. <laughs> you know, especially like, you know, to that, to that, to the Metallica's defense, this record is a good pure th it's a thrash record yeah the songs yeah. are are arranged and the riffs are very similar and reminiscent mm -hmm. of what they did in the early days so mm -hmm. if you're mm -hmm. saying if that's your your argument then you're an idiot yeah <laughs> i mean it, is it, it, you could say okay maybe the production's too clean it's a little too slick or mm -hmm. or it sounds too big but, but that's just the technology moving forward of the way sure. we record records now right yeah. they're not recording on a 16 track anymore bro mm -hmm. it's just it's just what it is but if you're trying to tell me that they don't sound the way they sound man they sound killer on this new record yeah, mm -hmm. and, and it is mm -hmm. really really if you're a thrash metal head then this is a good record for you sure so yeah I, I think that who, anybody who says any different is goofy yeah yeah, there is any fandom, like mm -hmm. especially the uh, like you know my example would be with Marvel movies mm -hmm. and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and even Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Like you know, it's just there's always this one purist that mm -hmm. just wants to make your day so much worse because you like it. Because like, I go into like some of these Marvel stuff and you know Star Wars as mm -hmm. like fairly new fan and mm -hmm. stuff like that. You know, mm -hmm. I you know. I wasn't part of the generation that grew up with the original trilogy. I grew up with the prequels. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate those for what they are. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, oh, yeah, but, you know, the acting. I'm like, who cares about the acting? They got the story along. Mm -hmm. We found out how Darth Vader became Darth Vader. Right. Like that. Yeah. And, you know, I give it to Dave Filoni and uh, John Favreau for basically retconning mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. a little bit of the prequels and also more of the sequels, too, right. with what's yeah. going on yeah, right yeah. now. But it's just... You just got just appreciate from what they are. You're getting more of what you love. Right. Why are you complaining? I've never understood. Because you can. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Because you have a phone yeah. to yeah. complain into. Yeah, exactly. I just, I've never understood the mentality. It's just like, there's lots of things that people like that I can't stand. Mm -hmm. I can't stand it, but I'm not going to piss on it if you like it. 
If yeah. you like it, then you're getting joy from it. Yeah. Right? I, it's not for me, yeah. but I'm not going to sit there and go, it's the worst and paint with a brush. I I just, that's kind of one of the- more happier people on the planet, the better. Yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> and you're not cutting me off on the freeway, you know what I mean? <laughs> being an idiot at the gas station, being a douchebag in the grocery yeah, store, because yep, yep, you're in a good mood. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Why can't we just enjoy stuff? I know. That's uh, uh, that's like one of the few few things that I agree with, uh, Chas. A little good karma will, will go a long way. Yeah. 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 I mean, I just I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Why? Why? What? What is there about tearing down something? OK, fine. You don't like it. That's great. Awesome. Good for you. You yeah. don't like it. That's cool. Move on down. Let me enjoy what I enjoy. Yeah. Don't spend your energy telling pissing all over what yeah, I like. I, I, you know don't, what I, mean? I don't need to read your manifesto. Right. <laughs> I don't need to hear your entire 10 page manifesto exactly. why this album sucks. Why Star this Wars fans sucks. living in the woods in a shack, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Making bombs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, the only real good argument between two fandoms I've seen is back to Clerks, Clerks number two, uh-huh. with mm-hmm. the argument with um, why can't I think of his character's name? But it was between a Star Wars fan. And, oh, and Lord, and, of the and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that was funny. Man, I think I just made a Lord of the Rings fan just puke. <laughs> <laughs> but that's funny. I mean, that's actually commenting on fandoms. Yeah. yeah. You know, the movie yeah. didn't take a stand on that. No, it's yeah. just showing how ridiculous fandoms can really be. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I think uh, I think the more creatives we have, the better. Because mm-hmm. when you're when you're busy creating stuff of your own, your own mm-hmm. content, and you, and you actually see how much work goes into this stuff, mm-hmm. then, yes. you, then, then you spend less time crapping on other people. Yeah, that's true. You know, when you, you you spend if you if you're a guitar player, you mm-hmm. you know you might be an elitist guitar player, but but most people who are starting out and playing a few years, you know, you, mm-hmm. you you start going, damn man, that playing and singing like Mustaine does is extremely difficult. Yeah, right. So you have less time yeah. to complain about you know right. a new Megadeth record or whatever. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> you were like, it, I might not like it, but that ain't easy. No. Right. So I yeah, know, just my take on it. No. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Well, shoot, I think that might be a good place to uh, to end it right here, guys. So, uh, Sean, uh, let the listeners know. Thank you, thank you, buddy. Uh, let the listeners know where uh, they can find you right you now. Yeah, Sean Bivens on, on Facebook, you know, yeah. and Sean Bivens on YouTube, and that's S-H-A-U-N-B-I-V-E-N-S. I know there's a lot of different spellings out there. Yeah. Uh, any uh, upcoming shows you want to promote, too? Um, I'm doing a Shawnee B. Fresh live in-store performance on the 27th. What's that? Uh, Saturday? Okay. Yeah. Sa- uh, sa- so it was great because it happened already when people are listening. Right, to right, this. right. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. This yeah. will be, this is the fourth release. So it actually might be right before. Okay. I'm trying right. to think. How many weeks are there in June? First, eighth, 15th. Well, it's May 27th, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's May 20th. Oh, May 27th. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. It yeah. already so like I said, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. It, it was already great. happened. It was, it was a great time. show. Yeah, yeah. it was a great time. Yeah. yeah. And then Dennis. Pl- We've been talking about Soundwave. Plug, plug Soundwave. Uh, <laughs> you know where to find Soundwave. Soundwavestv.com is yeah. kind of the hub where you find all of it. The, yeah. uh, the TV show, the FM show. You can hear the FM show, which is one hour a week. You can hear it live on, on the one number of one rated it is, rock yes. show on the weekends. Yes, yes. On the bone. Yes. yes. What of seven seven the bone uh, dot com and uh, that's live on the radio or it's archived afterward. Yeah. So and one of these days we'll get back to our our uh, podcast. Uh, oh yeah, I was gonna ask you. We're, we're podcast. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw any names podcast. out there. But one of our one of our our podcast hosts decided that we the three of us should be on all the podcasts. And I said, if that's the case, we're not gonna do a lot of them because we're not all free right. all the time. Yeah. And lo and behold, 
We haven't done one for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so take a wild guess. So I think we're going to change that a little bit just so we can mix and match a little bit and keep. Uh, well, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to tell because they both take really good care of their hair. So you can't use that. To <laughs> um, That's true. It's somebody who has hair on the team. Yeah. I'll I'll say that. That, that eliminates that eliminates me. I wasn't trying to go that way. But, well, yes, you're bald. Um, <laughs> so do you want an exclusive? We're going to do a thing this year um, that is uh, we're going to do a 40th anniversary uh, party mm. that I think is going to bring together a lot of musicians. Oh, awesome. Yeah, in the same place at the same time. Cool. And uh, I, I will I will tell you the vision, mm. although we're not ready to really announce anything, but I'll tell you right. the, the vision for me. If you're like, what do you want to do? It's your 40th anniversary. I'm like, you know what I want to do? I remember the days of Bammy, the Bammies. Yeah. And I remember when all those musicians got on stage and jammed together. Bands you would never see combined playing this guitarist with are that we, are band. We're going to have a Soundwaves aid. We are going to we are going to have we're going to Soundwaves some, something session. something like yeah. that and we're going to be talking about it in a few weeks. Yes. So, yeah. I cannot wait. And uh as of this taping, uh there's new episodes of Soundwaves TV going on right now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. soundwavestv.com like Dennis said. And uh I've been your host, Joe Hawk. Thank you for tuning in and listening to another great episode of Getting Lunch with Joe Hawk. Uh, feel, don't forget to subscribe on to Spotify, YouTube, if I got the videos up by now. But, you know, there's, there's a whole other beast when it comes to video and stuff like that. But uh, until next time, take care, stay safe, and rock on. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this new episode of the podcast. Be sure to stay up to date with all things Joe Hawk by giving me a follow on my Instagram at the Joe Hawk. Also, www.facebook.com slash Joe Hawk official. And to keep up to date with all things going on with the Joe Hawk brand, be sure to sign up for the newsletter over at JoeHawkOnAir.com. Until next time, Joe Hawk here saying take care, stay safe, and rock on.